It's been a while. I know. It's been a while. <clears throat> Platypie Podcast Season 2, Episode 1. 3, 2, 1. Hello, hello, friends, Romans, PTI, and welcome back to the Procrastinating Platypie Podcast. It's been a while, but we're back with a duck build vengeance. On today's episode, we catch you with clickbait and local painter attempts to murder her son using a whale. But first, a message from our sponsors. Take it away, Tom. Today's episode is sponsored by people who misspell your name. Tom. T-O-M. Tom. Not hard. Not hard. Yeah. Did we put a H in it? Yes. It's just one person, and I'm not going to... I can't name names for legal reasons. Well, if you didn't name the names, you'd spell it wrong anyway. Yeah. So... I w- yeah. No, it's, it's, it's somebody that I work with who may or may not be my manager's manager. <laughs> Thom. That's about as much as it... Yeah, but Thom. They spell it thumb. Even though, right, where I work, we have email signatures with our names in. And my email signature says Tom, spelt T-O-M. How hard is it? I have the same problem. Is So when I'm professional, I don't go by Johnny because, you know, sounds like I'm a teenager. That's fair enough, yeah. So so I go by John. Okay. Now, granted, it's it's not a common way of spelling John because I spell it J-O-N. So... And I'm the same. I forgive people the first time because it makes sense. It may, yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. People, when you say the, the name John, people think J-O-H-N, yes. right? But when it says on my email signature that you read every day J-O-N, like, do they think I've spelt it wrong? Do they think I've made the mistake? Clearly, they go, it's his name, but he's clearly spelt it wrong. So uh, let's correct him. Let's keep correcting him until he finally changes it. It means J-O-H-N, like a proper biblical name is what it means. Which is my middle name. John the ba- Baptist. John the Baptist. Yeah, that is my middle name. It's it's Tom, John the Baptist Heavens. <laughs> <laughs> what does that make me? Does that make me Jesus? Yes, you are Jesus. There you go. Plat by podcast. There's your sound bite. Plat by podcast. Bigger than Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. We're back. We are actually back. It took a while, and I I take the lion's share of responsibility for our lateness, but I had things to do. Cecil tried to form a union and went on strike, but we soon crushed that. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know how he thought that a union made up of him and some coconuts with faces on sticks <laughs> was enough to overthrow the empire. Yeah, all right, it fooled us for the first few days. It did. But but once he you know, he stumbled and knocked over one of the coconuts, our suspicions grew. Yeah. Now when he knocks over the fourth coconut, I mean we knew there and then that yes. this was some sort of coconut charade. It did take a while though. So I was thinking on the, the six months we had not doing this. Yeah. That what are we going to do one day if we actually get a sponsor? Because no one will believe us. No, I know. Can you imagine? Like, this episode is sponsored by... Raid Shadow Legends. Raid Shadow... Right. If, okay, this is this is our challenge for this season, is to get a sponsorship with Raid Shadow Legends. They will, Raid Shadow Legends. They will sponsor anybody. 
We should email them and ask them to sponsor a podcast. Yes. 100%. And then we can get Papa Pally with them and they can put a platypus into the In, game. Yeah. Or just you. Or just me. <laughs> me. Yes, it's got to be me. <laughs> what would your what would your special move be? Eat. He <laughs> just eat them. Like Kirby, you know, Kirby like <laughs> goes yeah. and breathes them in. That'd be mine. And you gain their power. Yes. That is exactly, exactly what <laughs> and I'm And IBS. Mm. <laughs> oh, that last goblin didn't sit well. <laughs> so the other thing to mention as well is um, we've decided to mix it up a bit for season two. So as yeah. well as this going on all the places you can listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. um, we're filming it. And we're going to put mm. the unedited video version on our YouTube channel. So if you yep. want to watch the totally, totally unedited version, head over to our YouTube channel um, and mm. give it a give it a watch. Which is a mix of wanting to give something back to our listeners and also just laziness on my part because, you know, we can't bother editing two things. No. If we're honest, I agree. Not until we get sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. If we, yeah, if we get sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends, then uh, we'll start uploading um, edited <laughs> videos. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh too much because I've got um, a cough, and if I laugh too much, I will just end up choking. Have you got COVID? Uh, no, I'm double vaccinated. Because if I get track and trace from a Zoom call, I'm going to be very upset. I'd be pretty, pretty cool. That. <laughs> You've had you two. I've already had the one. Oh no, I've had both. I think right. Okay, let's let's have a conversation about this. Actually, so um, I think it's because I'm fat. <laughs> so they were calling up. The, this is going back. When was it? It was February. They were calling up. I think over fifties. Got a phone call. Been like book you in for your first job i'm like yeah definitely and i was like the thing is i'm not even 30 yet so why why have they booked me in i was like it must be because i'm fat it must be because you're over 50 stone yeah 50 stone probably am. <laughs> um so yeah i i am double vaccinated i am now immune to coronavirus only, i think it's only 95 percent effective isn't it so you're not no, quite immune i am immune hey tom yeah I know that I'm ruining it by talking about this, but this is actually an excellent segue. It is. It's into perfect. our rather, and we apologise, our rather clickbaity title. Oh, yes. That the platypus yep. can cure COVID. Platypus can cure COVID. Mm-hmm. This is this is how I've gone so long without getting COVID. I just went and found <laughs> the only platypus in the UK and just licked it. Just it ringed it out for its milk. Yeah, exactly. Because as we all know... All together, platypuses don't have nipples. <laughs> and they sweat milk. And they sweat milk. So, this is your first actual platypus fact yes. of the new season. And it comes from Geneng News. Geneng News. Geneng News. Geneng news. Geneng. Geneng. news. Geneng. 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 Geneng.
said silent B. No, it's the opposite of silent because you still say it, but it's not there. It's not written. So what do you oh. call a letter that you say but isn't written? A death? A a jeneng. <laughs> a jeneng. Jeneng. Yeah. So I'm going to butcher this because this article, being from jeneng, is a bit heavy on the science. I'm just looking. Some some of these words aren't words. No, no. These scientists are playing. They're playing silly. They're, they're being funny with it. Yeah. So Muggins over here had to go and Google some Greek letters. Oh yeah, let's turn things in ancient Greek because people still speak that. That's yeah. not a dead language. No. Let's roll out the Latin while we're at it. Yeah. Ridiculous. So here's an abridged version of which I will probably heavily edit. Yes. Here we go. <laughs> an international team of scientists at the University of New Mexico has defined a novel T-cell lineage called... Now that is like a Y and a U symbol with like the tail on the wrong end, right? Okay. Yeah. But a brief glance at my Greek alphabet here. Gamma... Gamma, gamma moo. Is this is this just a frat that have done testing on platypuses? Yeah. Gamma moo. Gamma moo. <laughs> hey, bros. You should go set up to gamma moo. We got all the T cells. <laughs> hey, broski. You should come set up to gamma moo. I wish, right? I wish that um, frats were also a British thing. Because can you imagine a British... <laughs> Frat initiation. Go on, go, go, push Doris off the zebra crossing. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Net this cask of cider. <laughs> Eat all these pies. <laughs> down it, down it, down it. <laughs> so they 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 found a novel T cell lineage called the Gamma Mu T cells, which isn't a biker gang from the film Greece. Wow. So it's found only in marsupials, your kangaroos and your possums. Okay. And monotremes. Here we go. Your duck-billed platypuses. Right, so T-cells, from my high school biology understanding of it, are like the white blood cells, right? Okay, They're the yeah. stuff yeah. that gets rid of the bad stuff. Yes. Right? So they used some science wizardry and some more Greek. So they found an additional single antibody-like segment called well that's more vimu call it vimu don't want to know what a vimu is these 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 frats are just building aren't they uh, called vimu uh, domain <laughs> with an architecture resembling to nanobodies which is a unique type of antibody right so these okay. crazy platypuses have got different like antibodies than we have mm-hmm. right yeah, and this discovery raised the possibility that gamma mu T cells recognise pathogens using novel mechanisms, which is just a posh way of saying different mechanisms, okay. distinct from conventional T cells. These crazy platypuses got crazy immune systems, right? The discovery of nanobody-like structure in the gamma mu TCR has the potential to expand the immunology toolbox. Indeed, nanobodies discovered in the camel family have recently attracted considerable interest for their development as research and diagnostic tools, and more importantly, as immunotherapeutics in humans to combat cancer and viral infections, such as COVID-19. The platypus is going to cure COVID-19. That's incredible. It's not clickbait. 
It's not clickbait, but it is a little bit. Ray Channel Legends. <laughs> Oh, aside from this, this does sound like a fantastic way to get more superpowers. If you start injecting the T-cells of camels into people, yes. you're going to get Camel Man. Camel Man! We had a discussion about Camel Man. We did. And the, the Camel Mobile. <laughs> Do you reckon with the Camel Mobile... I can't even say that. Camel Mobile. Yeah, that you only have to like put like petrol in it like once every three months yes it's fuel efficiency is like through the roof it's yeah it, it doesn't have to pay a congestion charge in london that's true uh, <laughs> has it got the ump it's got yeah it's got humps on it i don't know if they're like storage compartments you know like a roof box yeah they're for storage either that or they have a really tall driver and they've had to cut a hole in the in the roof of the car with the hump on so he can sit in. Yeah, you can get you can get the five door, which is yeah, two humps. Exactly. For the passengers. Yes. And you can have a nice like camel camper van. Yeah. A campel van. A campel van. Campel van. Campel campel van. Yeah. Campel van. Campel van. van. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I would like to see some drawings of a campel van. I am going to um, approach Elon Musk, see if he wants to send a Campbell van into space. You know, we'd get on with Elon Musk because he also hates unions. He does. Yes. Hey, Elon, we also crushed our, you know, workers' rights. Elon, if you're listening, drop us a message and we'll uh, we'll come up with this Campbell van concept and send it to space. Camel man. Camel man in the Campbell van. Going to space. The, so the existence of a camel man sort of suggests that camel man was once afraid of camels. Yes, he was once afraid of camels. And then he fell down a very dry well. <laughs> it's dry. Into, yeah. A, yeah. Into, a, into a cave of camels. Yeah, and there's that really nice scene where he sort of stands up and there's other camels. And the camels are all flying. They're all flying around him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and there's some... Camels scare me. <laughs> now they will scare my enemies. Exactly. And then he converted the dry well into the camel cave. The camel cave. <laughs> the camel cave. Camels have nothing to do with caves. Where he parks his camel van. <laughs> Which is really fuel efficient. And he can take, you know, a family of six yep. down to real. Yeah. In the camel van. <laughs> you know. <laughs> da, 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 da. It's Platypie News Time. <laughs> Welcome to the news at Platypus. Dong. <laughs> <laughs> the news at Platypus. Cape Cod fisherman okay after whale gulps him down and spits him out. Mm, mm. Fishermen don't imagine they're very tasty. I mean, fishermen's friends are, but I don't know about the fishermen. <laughs> I was just going to make that joke about fishermen's hey! friends. And then I was going to be like, but no one outside <laughs> of like, like this country, maybe even Lancashire, would like even remotely get that joke. That's I so neat. Fishermen's friends are, are made down the road. Maybe yeah, we can yeah. get sponsorship with them. This is it. We, we're really whoring ourselves out this episode, aren't we? We're, you know, right. we're, we're, we're begging for it. We're gagging Once we finish for it. recording, you come pick me up. We'll go to the Fisherman's <laughs> Friend Factory, even though there's probably nobody there, uh, and mm, we'll try and get mm. a sponsorship. 
So yeah, a Cape Cod fisherman is okay after a whale gulps him down and spits him out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is fairly recent news. So this was um, June the 11th, so it was about a month ago. It's on the uh, bostonherald.com. Yeah, a Cape Cod fisherman is recovering after miraculously emerging without serious injuries from spending nearly a minute in the maw of a humpback whale who mistook him for a snack. I don't think they mistook him for a snack. I'm pretty sure they knew he was a snack. A maw is an excellent word. What what is a maw? I was going to ask that. I'm it's a mouth. It's just a it's just a fun way of saying mouth. A toothy maw. So the the guy wrote on Facebook. Uh, Michael Packard is his name. I don't know if that's any relation to Hewlett Packard, but he said I was lobster diving and a humpback whale tried to eat me. <laughs> just casually. <laughs> yeah, I like, that's such a like. <laughs> I like this man. I respect this man. Tells you how it is. <laughs> I'm going to read what it says on the article. Yes, please do. Yes, yeah. yeah. Because the pun in the first couple of words... The puns are strong in this article. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. This salty tale begins (laughs) innocuously. There you go. That's the first pun. (laughs) With 56-year-old Sea Captain Packard on Friday morning looking for lobsters near Provincetown, where he's from. He dove into the ocean to check a trap. When a passing whale gulped him down. Now, you can tell you've got kids because you're reading this like a children's story and I'm here for it. Like, I'm I'm all aboard. Please continue. He was in a whale's mouth for 30 to 40 seconds and then he was spit out. His mother, local painter Anne Packard, told the Herald on Friday afternoon. That's it. Get a plug in for your art there, Annie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Get his mum in. (laughs) She wants shit up about him. Come on, mum. Fair and play, she's, Anne. She's a local Doing her art. Come on, Anne. Supporting her son. Should we see if we can get Anne on the episode next week? <laughs> she's the real story. Never yeah. mind the son. It's all about Anne. Uh, anyway, on with the article. Michael Packard, on his way out from the hospital just a few hours later, told a local TV reporter... Leave me alone! Let's be out of Wheels mouth! Fuck off! <laughs> I realised I'm in a whale's mouth and he's trying to swallow me. A shaken sounded Picard. To- not Picard, that's um, Jean Luc. Patrick Stewart. Ah, a shaken sounding Captain's Picard log. Told WBZ or Z. I thought to myself, hey, this is it. I'm going to die. He thought, I survived all those battles with the Klingons and here I am. About to die in a whale's mouth. But happily, his physical recovery seemed to be going swimmingly. Second pun. Pun yes. number two. Medical personnel had suspected he'd broken at least one of his legs. But it appeared he escaped even that, his mother said. He doesn't have any broken bones, she said. He's terribly fortunate. Mm, terribly fortunate. She said she'd just talked to him on the phone. And they didn't get too far into what it's like in a whale's mouth. Leave me alone, mum. I've just been in a whale's mouth. I know. <laughs> But she did say, he said he knew it was the end. He absolutely accepted it. Right, this guy is so laid back. It's unbelievable. I love him. He's a hero. It gets better, though. It does. Humpback don't actually eat people. Experts say this kind of behaviour is essentially unheard of and likely is just a freak incident. A fluke, if you will. They've written that like it's a pun, but is it a pun? No, no. No, I don't, I'm not sure if it is. Is it a pun? Please write to us and tell if that is a pun. I don't like missing puns, so please inform me if I've missed a pun. 
there's a pretty good chance no one outside of the Nineveh-bound biblical figures can match Packard's story. Bible reference. Uh, marine mammal expert Peter Corcoran of the New England Aquarium told the Herald that humpback whales are gulp feeders. Much like yourself. <laughs> exactly. Exactly <laughs> like me. This is exactly how I eat. Uh, unhinging so your jaw. They eat like by unhinging their mouths and taking big lunges through the water. I just do it through the air. Yeah, and when yeah. you're 50 feet long and weigh 30 tons, as humpbacks can, sometimes you don't really have too much fine control over where you're headed, he noted. Mm, they mm. slurp up as much as they can and then swallow it down, he said, noting that he's never heard of a human being scooped up like this. This one was probably looking to snatch up some fish when Packard ended up in the wrong place at the wrong time. You could say that again. At the wrong place at the wrong time. There's wrong place, wrong time, and then there's getting swallowed by a humpback whale. And then being spat out again. Yeah. So then they go on to say um, that there's actually evidence that humpbacks can be altruistic towards humans. And the happy ending to this whale tale, they... Pun number three. The whale swam to the surface to spew him out. It's perfectly believable that the whale was trying to help him. Yeah, he thinks, oh my God, it's humans down here. Humans can't, he's going to die. He's yeah. gone, let's get him out of here. Either that lobster's that. trying to kill him. Or it's <laughs> like, you know when we're going to throw up and we get that kind of uh, before we throw yeah. up and then we run to the toilet, don't we? Or somewhere that's safe yeah. to, to throw up. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what the whale was doing. He was like, I yeah. in my mouth. And then swam up to the surface. Hold me fins back. Hold me fins back. <laughs> but wait, Tom. It gets better. Yes. Yes, it does. This is not the first time Michael's had a brush with death and, you know, walked okay. our way to Scott Free. And Packard noted that Michael, good old Dan, painter, you know. Oh. But in a nasty plane <laughs> crash years ago in Costa Rica, when he was oh. fishing there, I was able to walk away. How you can fish from a plane is beyond me. But... I'd, I'd be I'd be giving up fishing. Yeah. He's blessed, I guess, she said. I mean, maybe he caused the crash by trying to fish out of the plane, you know. <laughs> this man's just got really absurd ways to attempt to take his own life. And they've all failed. Like, <laughs> he's, you know, he tried to be in a plane crash. Nope. Survived that. Try getting eaten by a whale. Nope. As I like to call it, Pinocchio'd himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been sitting on that one for a couple of minutes. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Anne Packard, and this is illustrative, I think, of the point that Anne makes. Uh, so the last time she talked to him before the whale consumption incident... She told him he needs to write a book about all of his weird experiences. But Michael laughed it off. He's not one for this kind of attention, she said. I noticed that, Anne, because you've got more interview in this article than Michael has. Yeah. <laughs> Anne loves the publicity. I bet she, she does. was like... When, when the, the um, journalists came round to interview her, she was like, and this is my painting of the Mona Lisa. <laughs> It's her. She keeps like sending whales after him. Yes. She wants the attention. It's Whalehausen by proxy. Whalehausen by proxy. I wonder yeah. what she's going to do next. Trying to bump him off. I mean, if we get her on the show next week, we can find out. Turn into I a true, 
true crime podcast. They're, yeah, they're we can Norwegian. do that. All we need is like, I'll go outside and I'll record footage of me walking on gravel. They love that. Yeah. You know, like, and I can accost some person on the street and ask them about a murder. <laughs> and indeed, Michael told the Herald to fuck off and leave me alone. Because he uh, sent yeah. them a text message Friday afternoon that he was simply too swamped with attention and didn't want to talk public anymore about the experience. So the Boston Herald have harangued him <laughs> and made this article about him that he clearly didn't want to exist, but yeah. Anne was all for it. Anne, yeah, Anne's loving life. I bet she's sold at least three of her paintings in the past month. He, Anne says he doesn't want to make a big deal out of it, but it's becoming a big deal. I mean, how many people... I've been in the mouth of a whale. Um, it depends what you mean by being in the mouth of a whale. Mm. Do you mean physically, whole body inside the mouth of a whale, or just part of your DNA inside the mouth of a whale? Well, I mean, let's face it, that DNA you put inside the whale wouldn't stay there very long, because this one thing we've learned today is that whales spit and don't swallow. <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's that is the perfect ending. <laughs> I've been sitting on that for ages. That, that is the perfect ending to the episode. And you, and you set me up for it. Like, perfectly. Yes. You were like, bit of DNA. And I was like, this is it. This is my chance. It's going to make a sex joke. And yeah, I can I use did. the spit. And I can make the spit or swallow joke. And yes. it'll, it'll be great. That was perfect. <laughs> you set them up, mate. I'll knock them down. meant to say something that we didn't say last time subscribe that is what youtubers say isn't yeah. it yeah um and podcasters now as well subscribe to the podcast or the youtube channel or both um send us an email platpiepodcast at gmail.com that's platpiepodcast at gmail.com anything we've had some interesting emails over the break oh. which we'll uh, we'll go into over the next couple of episodes um, when it's but, a slow news day, we'll have a, a, a mailbox episode. Yes. <laughs> uh, but that, that's it. I've, I've been Johnny. And I've been Tom, with a H. Tom. <laughs> uh, and we will speak to you next time. Goodbye! Bye!